your trusted source for local breaking news and what to make of it all. It's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning. Welcome back to the program. The inaugural A-League's Pride Game was played back in February. It was a double header that was hosted by Adelaide United as a celebration of the LGBTI community and the promotion of ex- inclusivity. And it was all inspired by Adelaide defender Josh Cavallo's decision to come out as the first, first openly gay male footballer in the world. But in the background was a trial with the potential to play an equally, if not more equal, Uh, role in combating homophobia and other forms of abuse and discrimination. It was a move to make social media a far safer environment for footballers with a public profile, but its its ramifications could be much, much further than that. Joining me on the line now to discuss the incredible program that is rolling out across the A-League, it is A-League CEO, Denny Townsend. Good morning and thanks for your time, Denny. Thanks for having me on, Tracy. My pleasure. Now, this is—it's uh, very revolutionary. It is not only an Australian first; it is a world first. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we like to to pride ourselves on on protecting our our athletes and, and equally our, our fans and stakeholders who are involved in the game. And, and when the opportunity arose to, to really get behind uh, the trial and, and see how it would impact um, Josh's situation, but also the the Pride Cup, it was it was something we jumped at, and we were really pleased with the results. So tell me about the software. So it obviously it, it monitors posts and it, and it basically regulates what does and doesn't get put up there. How does it work and how are you going to be using it throughout the A-Leagues? Yeah, it's an AI-based software that, that will enable um, it to detect negative sentiment and, and offensive uh, posts and, and then essentially mute them and delete them so they don't form part of, part of the thread. And I think you know, one of the benefits of social media is that it drives a huge amount of engagement Across, across our lives, um, but it also comes with some consequences. And if we're able to, to use technology to make um, the social media environment a safer place for our players and stakeholders, then, then that's something uh, we, we take very seriously. And um, we're really excited about what difference it's going to make across our game and hopefully see others uh, follow suit. Danny, one of the uh, the most impactful comments that you made that uh, that really grabbed my attention was the fact that uh, you have a duty of care to your players. Not only is that that duty of care on the field and off the field, it is also in that social media world, isn't it? Yeah, it certainly is. As I said, it plays such an important role in, in the communication of our game. And when you've got a public profile, you know that often puts you at risk for, for um, you know, social injustice and things like that, that that come with social media. And I think... We do have a responsibility um, to look after them both on the field and around their, their professional sporting environments, but social media is a place that um, most of them are, are involved in on a regular basis, so ensuring that we're protecting them in that environment is, is really important. And it is really tough, isn't it? Um, you know, I, I watch some of the uh, the accounts that some of the guys have got and some of the girls have got, and uh, you know, even players like uh, you know Cheryl Salisbury, who's long been out of the game, some of the vitriol that they get even after their playing careers are over, it's it's something we've got to try and stamp out. And this is potentially the way to say, look, no, no more. You're not going to get that platform. You're not going to be able to do this. And that's one way that we can protect not only our footballers but our high-profile people. Yeah, absolutely. It's been a bit of a free for all, really, and it's, and it's enabled people who want to, want to, as you say, um, get on, get out there and with a faceless avatar and 
and abuse people online and, and in social media is, is, is an unacceptable practice. And up till now, there's been really no way of policing it and protecting those with those high profiles. But, um, yeah, it's not even the, the athletes themselves. It's, it's you know, the 99% of people who are using social media for good who are also exposed to that vitriol as part of their engagement on the platform. So it's not just protecting our players, it's also protecting our fans and other stakeholders of the game. Now, the software was developed by a British company, Go Bubble Community. How did you come upon this? Yeah, look, they, they, um, when Josh um, came out earlier in the year, um, they got in touch with us and said, well, look, he's taken such a leadership position in this space. And no doubt with that came some online vitriol. And mm. um, we were able to, to deal with that on a sort of bespoke basis because it was a one-off situation and we were prepared for it. But, you know, you would not... We're not able to do that on a, on a regular basis, day in, day out. So having a software-led um, proposition that would enable us to protect our, our athletes was, was something that we we thought would be a fantastic way to, to take a leadership position in this, not just in Australia, but globally. And we're really proud of, of what we've done. And like I said, we'd love to see other codes here in Australia and, and other sports around the world follow our lead. It's wonderful. You do have the uh, the PFA behind you as well, which is the Players Association. This must be something very exciting for them to uh, to really see this uh, protection of their players. Yes, yeah, certainly. The PFA play an amazing role in 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 player welfare and both you know whilst they're playing, but even post their careers. So you know we've got a very close relationship with the PFA, the A Leagues, and, and we've been working closely with them on player welfare matters for many years, both from an educational standpoint, but also from you know player protection. And I think this is a a step we made together to, to provide greater support to, to our athletes. So when will we see it? Is it rolling out already? Will we begin to uh, to see some of the, the changes or is it going to be a slow process? No, absolutely. It's in, it's in play at the moment and has been since the Pride Cup. We, we put it in place that weekend and to give you an idea, um, about 1% of, of the, the social media posts um, during that Pride Cup were, were muted or deleted by the software, which doesn't seem like a lot, but out of a thousand posts, you know that that or ten thousand mm. posts, I should say, that was a significant number of yeah. posts that were removed from from the ecosystem that weren't um, weren't appropriate. And I think that that demonstrates the power of the technology. And yeah, as, as I said, it's in place and will continue to be in place. Look, a huge congratulations to the uh, to the A Leagues because it is uh, it's a great initiative. Now I know you're meeting with all the CEOs today. How are you going? It's been an incredible incredible season, hasn't it already? Oh, look, it's 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 one we, we wish we never have again in the context of complexity. You know, mm-hmm. having the peak of Omicron in in January across the country in in our you know really is our peak part of the season. Um, really, really knocked us around, and and we've had to um, I think reschedule ninety fixtures in our wow. season this year, which I think to put it in perspective over the course of the previous seventeen years of the A League, there are a total of twelve matches rescheduled in 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 uh, sixteen odd years. So to do ninety in one season has really been hard on the players, hard on the coaches, mm. really hard on our fans. You know, to really keep up with when games are being played and and where they're being played just with the movement um, in the calendar. So, look, we, you know, we've been really happy with the quality of the football on the field. We're getting to the sort of the business end of the season now and really looking forward to an exciting final series and then grand final and, and then uh, get into the off-season and plan for a, a huge next season, hopefully without any disruption. <laughs> it would be nice, wouldn't it? Now, you've been in the position for a little while now. How are you enjoying it? Obviously, uh, you know, the A-Leagues is, is coming under a different management now. How are you finding it? Yeah, look, it, it's been challenging this year, like I said, because of the, the COVID interruption, and we've probably been a little bit lucky the two previous seasons where we had we had a little bit of COVID um, 
a disruption to our competition, but probably less so than the winter codes, the AFL and the NRL. But this year, certainly the summer codes mm. uh, were the ones who were knocked around. So that's been challenging. But look, we're really looking forward to you know, what a, a season looks like with a, a clear runway in the off-season and, and a and a touch wood, a season without too many interruptions. Oh, mate, it would be nice. It would be great. Look, thank you so much for giving me your time. I know that you do have that uh, that important meeting this morning and uh, and thank you for your time. I just think it is such an incredible initiative and uh, and when I saw it, I really wanted to bring attention to it. So congratulations. It's one step for, uh, for the good guys. I really appreciate you taking the time to cover it, Tracy. As you say, it's an important step, one we're really proud of and, yeah, and I appreciate you, you taking the time to cover it. My pleasure. You stay safe. You too. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. That is Danny Townsend, who is the CEO of the A-Leagues, who uh, now are in charge of obviously running all of the A-League men and A-League women competitions in Australia. And what do you think about that? I wonder if we could roll it out once it's done and it's working in our football. I wonder if we could roll it out into our NRL into you know our, our entertainment, our people like Erin uh, Molan from Channel Nine, who uh, just got absolutely pounded by trolls over the last uh, two to three years. Wonder what the ramifications of this could be. It could be enormous. So a big congratulations to the A Leagues and to the Professional Football Association, and also to uh, to the company who uh, who created it, Go Go Bubble Community. Congratulations to everybody. Is such a blight on society. And if we can start to make a difference, and if we can start to take that negativity out of people's feeds, that's one huge step forward. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines, what it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the morning, weekdays from nine on Newcastle Live.